Hello, my name is Rob Dando from Finally Agency, and I'm your host of the Engine Room Podcast, where we dive under the hood of engineering and manufacturing businesses to see how we can drive success through digital marketing. Thanks for joining us. And uh, my name's Rob, and I'm here today with Ella. Um, and Ella looks after all things digital at Finally, um, but has a particular fondness for SEO. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, firstly, you're probably asking, what is SEO? So let's introduce Ella and she can tell us all about it. Hello, Ella. Hello. So yeah, SEO, uh, I mean, what's that to begin with? So SEO is the process of optimising and improving your website so that it's more visible in search engines for relevant searches. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. In a nutshell, yeah. So I mean, uh, otherwise known as search engine optimization, but a bit of a mouthful of that. So we, we'll <laughs> stick to SEO. So um, yeah, I mean, why is that important? So it's important for quite a few different reasons. So obviously for most sites, so this is not every site, but typically organic traffic will be the highest driving source of traffic. So if you, you know, if that's the way that most people to your site is finding your website, you want to maximise that. So, you know, it's really important to make sure your website is search searchable and findable within search engines. So to putting that work in to optimise it means that actually you're not only going to be more visible to those people that are looking for you, you are actually going to be it's sort of a, a long-term strategy so that, you know, it doesn't need constant funding such as paid advertising where you're not only doing the work but you're you know, there's a media spend. It's you know, you do you do the work. You you know, it's it's not a do it once and stop. It you know, you do need to invest that time to continually improve yeah. and work on the site. But it will give you long term benefits. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, you know, search engines change all the time. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm a bit older, uh, and and I uh, I remember when there was only 10, well, 10 results uh, per page and 100 results total. That was Google. You know, there was nothing more to it than that. You know, we're talking now, what, billions and billions of websites that Google's got indexed and, you know, has information on. And, and we're in a in a, a world where there is an obscene wealth of information. For sure. So like, optimising it, I mean, you know, let's let's break that down for our listeners that, that might not even know you know what that even means you know optimizing it but i think fundamentally what we're trying to say is you know i come along to google or other search engines are available uh, they're, they're, not, they're not very good but they are um and uh you know i'm going to type into it that i'm looking for something you know so it might be i don't know a, a nike pair of trainers mm -hmm. so i'm going to type into that you know uh, who sells nike trainers mm -hmm. and google's going to give me some results right yep. Um, and so what we're looking to do as marketers or as you as website owners is to try and get your page as high up in those results as humanly possible, right? Yep. Yeah. So trying to get your site ranking. So that's the position that you're in. So you want to be in those top positions. Um, so ranking as highly as high as possible in the search engines for the searches that are most relevant to your business. Yeah. But obviously you can pay to, to or people say, oh, you can pay to be number one in Google. I mean, is that true? Uh, yeah, so obviously, if you're willing to have, you know, you've got, a, you know, you've got a budget, and you're willing to do paid advertising, so that could be PPC search ads. Um, as an example, you can, you know, bid on being in those top spots. Doesn't mean you're gonna be in those top spots because, you know, it depends on how competitive your, uh, you know, the, the pool of keywords that you're targeting or your, you know, your sector, how competitive the sector is in general. But yeah, you can definitely um, pay to be into the, in the search results. So, if you do a typical search. Um, you'll see there's a lot of different kind of, they call it SERP features, so search engine result page features. 
So at the top where you you might see words ads, there's normally about three or four ads at the top and it's also at the bottom of the search engine. You'll, they'll be marked up with ad next to them. Um, it's not super clear at first, but you'll see that and they, they basically paid to be there. So they're constantly um, paying Google to, to, to basically bid on those really relevant searches. But therefore, if people are paying to be like, you know, there... Why should we think that, you know, investing time and energy into, you know, organic, if you call it, or natural search results is, is going to pay off? I think it's a, it's a balance, really. It's obviously if you're, you know, if you're starting out and you're not organically ranking that well to start with. So sites will typically rank better for their own brand terms because that's your brand. That is 100% relevant and, and that's you. So you will rank for those typically. But if you're starting out and actually, you know, maybe your business is a particular product or service, you may not rank as well for that product or service straight away because there's lots of other people in the market that are offering a very similar service to yourself. So that's when paid is really beneficial mm-hmm. because it can get you in those top spots when actually you're working on the organic um, position behind, like, you know, in the background. Yeah. But I think it's, as I mentioned earlier, that, you know, paid advertising, you have to constantly fund it. It's something that isn't cheap and depending on how competitive it is, it can be very expensive. So, you know, actually getting yourself into those higher positions organically, people do scroll down. So, you know, people will look at the ads, but they'll still scroll down on that first page. So getting on that first page of Google organically means that you're you're in the running. It's, um, I can't remember the exact... Um, the, the exact uh, quote but it's it's like a if you're in position one to three organically your click-through rate is significantly higher than it is anywhere else well, so. I, think that is, you think, I mean are people more trusting of those results or because they know that obviously they haven't been paid for so yeah I think well it's, it's, it's I think it's twofold I think if you're in the industry you understand the difference between ads and organic um, results you can you see the difference you see that differentiation but if you're not I don't think people notice the difference mm-hmm. I think people just generally if you are doing some research you will you know you will look at the ads but you also will scroll down and you may look at the top few results and mm-hmm. I think just consistently being there organically for you know a, a range of really relevant searches people will start seeing you and then they'll build that trust because you're you're always there when they're looking for um, you know, researching for that particular service or product, or yeah, no, it makes total sense. You keep you've mentioned a few times relevant. I mean, what? Uh, let's just break that down for for those listening that maybe don't get that. What what, what do we mean by relevant? So yeah, so obviously, if you um, your business, you know, offers whatever it offers, you've got a whole kind of range of different um, categories or topics that fall under that product or service. The more broad you go, so for example, you said earlier about, you know, Nike shoes or just, you know, men's shoes in general, that's really broad. So that means, you know, that caters to loads of people, you know, um, who offer men's shoes. But if you narrow that down to something a little bit more granular, a bit more niche maybe, so it could be, you know, men's sports shoes or men's loafers, you're then, you know, you're really hyper, you're narrowing down more to kind of what you offer. Yeah. So... When you are optimising your website, there's no point going for... Well, there is a point, but, you know, you really... You want to basically know who your audience is, know what they want and what you're actually offering. There's no point going for really broad terms that actually aren't hyper-relevant to you because the quality of traffic might not be as relevant. So going for super highly hyper-relevant keywords or, you know, um, relevant search kind of queries... That means that the the sort of traffic that you get through to your site is going to be more quality because they're actually Looking, what they're searching for yeah. is exactly yeah, what yeah, no, offering. Yeah, no, makes total sense. I think in a, in a previous episode, I spoke to Chris actually, and it was similar with social media, we we're talking about you know vanity numbers mm-hmm. versus like should you have a massive audience, should you have a small audience? I think 
the same goes for SEO, really. The, the audience size obviously matters to a degree, yeah. but what, what would be more interesting is to get uh, more relevant, more interested people looking at that page. So I'd rather that that page is seen by 50 people who are re- like genuinely want to know about that yep. than, you know, 5,000 people that are kind of broadly looking for something similar, not actually that. Exactly. You know, you, the, you, you're only going to waste their time and your own time. If they start inquiring and they realise actually, oh, your service isn't for me, you'd much rather people come through and get the information that is exactly, you know, given the information that sums up and describes your product specifically, then they're going to be much more higher quality and it's just going to be much better for you in the long run. Yeah, and I I mean, Google's changed a lot. Obviously, like I said, I've I've been doing this a hell of a long time. I know you've been, uh, you know, looking after this for for many years as well. And, and, you know, the search engines are always trying to improve themselves. They're trying to kind of make this more and more uh, easy for users to understand. I think one of the biggest things that... um, you know, has, has blown my mind has been the, the kind of ability for search engines to like under, like literally understand what we mean, <laughs> you know, like understand intent, yeah. understand misspellings, uh, you know. So I think, you know, the way we use search engines has changed. I think, you know, like you, you, I've heard you say keywords a few times and certainly back in the old days, that was how people operated. It was like, okay, I sell fish and chips. So my keywords are fish, chip and shop maybe mm-hmm. and you'd optimize for that in terms of you'd write that repetitively over your site some people did some very dodgy things back in the day um, around that but i think like now you know people tend to ask questions don't they i know yes. we're we're great advocates here at finally of, of marcus sheridan and, and his approach to they ask you answer and, and that's around questions and, and if you think about how we as humans talk or how we we you know, interact, we actually would ask that. Like if I wanted to go, hey, Ella, um, I'm, I'm really, I want to go out on Friday. Can you recommend a great restaurant? Mm-hmm. I'm asking you a question. Can you recommend me a great restaurant? And you'll yep. go, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I wouldn't say to you, Ella, restaurant Friday type. No, yeah, exactly. And so as you say, Google know, now knows, it kind of understands the intent behind what you're asking. It can understand some more of semantics and it's that's why it's really important within SEO is to actually kind of cut the waffle in a way. Yeah. Obviously, long term, con- long form content is great, but actually, write content that answers the questions that your audience are ans- asking because that's what they're going to be typing into Google. They want to know a particular answer, and Google will basically pick out the one the 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 um the result that actually just answers that question without kind of the extra, you know, jargon or industry waffle that actually maybe your audience don't talk or don't understand. Mm. And it's also really important to understand the where that user is in their buying cycle as well and making sure that you are creating content that's relevant to all the different uh, stages. So are they actually researching? And that's where, you know, the, those broader terms I mentioned earlier, they, they do have a, have a part to play and they are really useful. But then it's also understanding what are people asking at those kind of later stages when they're, you know, con- they understand the solution to their problem. What and then they're considering who's the best person. Mm. So like actually, you know, they have a need. You need to create content that answers that question. Okay, they know what they know what they want. They know what the solution is. Now they're looking at all the different solution, you know, providers of that solution and actually fulfilling those questions so that you know by the time they actually convert they're actually going to be way more informed because you've answered all the questions that they need to know. They, they kind of have made their mind up that you're the right um, provider for them and actually it's going to be so much oh, much of a higher quality and your search yeah. is going to be converting higher. Yeah, no, t- I fully, fully believe in that approach and, and obviously that is the, the kind of inbound marketing approach that we work to each day here at, at Finally, um, you know, and 
I think it's it's mad actually that the way I mean, we're quite we're quite programmatic as humans actually. Mm. Like we do go through that process. Think you know, like even if you think about what you do yourself, you know, if if I go back to a pair of you know Nike trainers, you, you're like you will kind of look at some. You might know that there's some new ones out, or you, but you might go. Oh, well, actually, what's the best for this particular use? Or, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm running the marathon. Should I, you know, what, yeah. what's the best long marathon shoe? Yeah, or? how do they, how, what the sizing like for mm. that, that particular pair? Yeah, absolutely. All the questions that help people decide whether that's the right product for them, they will be asking. So it's kind of, it's kind of gone, you know, exploded really, SEO as, as a form of marketing. Uh, but probably it's got to be one of the most fundamental underpinning parts because, you know, as you say, that, it's not something you can do once and forget. It's something that you need to refine. It's something that you need to kind of harness and, and keep tabs on, check yeah. that, you know, the content's still there and works and can be accessed by, you know, the Google robots, et cetera. But, yeah. but you know, it, it's also something that lasts pretty much forever. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of these those things where, you know, some clients may, be, or prospects might be hesitant, but if you're not doing it your competitors are mm. and they are going to be such they're going to be showing up ahead of you and you know if that's not reason enough then i you know i don't know what is because you know people do go straight to google it's easy it's convenient it's quick therefore if you're not there you're not in you're not in the lineup you're not you're not in the game we definitely want to invite to that party don't we? we all like party invites absolutely yeah so okay for those people listening you know that this sort of maybe sounds quite scary um you know what Let's break this down in terms of, you know, what should somebody do first and, and where can they get more help, more advice? Yeah, there's, there's, so SEO can be broken into kind of three parts. So you've got your on-page optimizations, which I feel businesses absolutely can definitely, you know, get involved with and, and improve their website. You've got uh, off-page SEO, which is looking at kind of getting relevant backlinks, etc. And then you've got technical SEO, which can be a little bit more complicated can require maybe more you know development development skills so having an agency to help with that you know can make it a lot easier but I would say that you know getting started with SEO just you know fundamentally if you're not you need to benchmark where you are you need to see what you're currently doing to before you can even improve so having a software such as Google Analytics on your website which is a free Google product you just need to pop um, some code in your head which you know if you've hosting your website with a company and they would be happy to help with uh, that basically gives you all the information about the users that come to your website where they've come from and um, what pages they're interacting with um, you know you can even set up kind of goals so if there's any kind of meaningful uh, actions do you want to keep track of those give you a whole host of information so you can benchmark your current performance so that actually when you you know you do start SEO you can see what what kind of impact it's had Additionally, there's another piece of software called Google Search Console, which is probably my favourite piece of software. Um, it's, again, free and it is just amazing. It's really good for kind of for technical SEO, but also really good at actually telling you what searches people are typing into a search engine, primarily Google. Mm -hmm. So I think actually that's quite a major point, isn't it? Because often, um, you know, especially when we speak to clients or we ask them, okay, so you know, what do you want to be found for? Yeah. And they'll list off all these things that they think that they want to be found for, but the reality is normally quite far different, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of those those things where clients are like, yep, we want to be found for X, Y, and Z. Um, and then actually when you have a look what their site is currently being found for, it can be really different. And that will be because actually they're maybe too complicated in their content and they're not actually optimising for what people are searching for 
or actually they don't maybe understand how competitive some of those kind mm. of phrases or, or words are and actually you know it, it will take a long time to get there and, and that is that you know that is the you know can be the case sometimes but it's just understanding what is achievable and in what time frame and you know depending on what budget you've got as well but we can always support by actually being like okay you know you want that but we can work on that by trying these terms or going for longer tailed keywords and actually you know finding kind of gaps against your competition and try and fill in those with, with great content that answers those questions. Yeah, so Google Search Console will help you with that because it's going to what, show you the actual terms people have typed? Or? Yep, exactly that. So you can, uh, it pulls up on, on automatically kind of every um, every query, but you can filter down by each page. So you can look at your core product pages, your homepage or you know whatever page is important um, and it will basically show you over time, you can filter again by the date range of what search queries people have typed in and your website has been first off shown for. So the number of impressions that um, your site has been basically how many times it's been seen for that search term and then also which keywords um, have been clicked. So it's really good to actually to see, you know, OK, that's really relevant to my business or that is definitely not relevant to my business. What am I doing with this page? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really good to get an understanding of what you're being found for and whether it's relevant. And, and for somebody just starting out, you know, it, it obviously, as we said, it's a slow process um, in, in terms of going up the search. I mean, it, it can actually be quite quick on it if, if it's done well and the, the competition's less. But yep. I think, you know, if you've got a 25-page site, you know, should you start with identifying the, the top five performing pages perhaps and, and kind of really, you know, get those ranking better or do you try and do all 25 at once? Or No, I definitely think it's you know picking you know there's no point spreading yourself fit and you may as well work really hard on what's most important to you so even some of our clients here at finally who maybe have a a smart uh, you know more of a limited budget for seo because they're spending it on on other things it's actually identifying what's okay what's the most important like aspect of your business for you right now so that might be a certain sector or it might be a certain product and we'll put all of our efforts there so we'll kind of, you know, find out the what the hell those pages are currently performing. We'll look at opportunities or that we can to make them perform, you know, rank higher. And then we'll look at the conversions and stuff like that. And we'll just basically improve the website for those um, for those particular areas that's a sort of focus. So, yeah, no, definitely, um, you know, don't spread yourself too thin. Focus on what's most important to you and actually just, you know, be realistic about what can be achieved as well. Yeah, cool. So we've got those two tools installed and we're kind of starting to understand stuff about our own site and how it is or isn't performing. But how do we how do we even find out like what people want? You know, there's yeah. obviously so much going on. Absolutely. So there's quite a different a few different tools where you can actually look at what kind of searches people are searching for. So there's a number of free tools. So there's uh, also ask com there's answer the public and basically you can put in kind of a phrase or a keyword or a, a sentence and it'll basically give you a whole host of uh, questions that people are asking around that topic or service and that's um, free is it that is free so there's kind of a, a limited number of searches you can do per day but it's a really good free tool um then you've got uh keywords ad planner that's primarily for paid advertising but it will give you volumes mm -hmm. Um, so you can type in free phrases and it will give you uh, like a list of recommended phrases that are similar to that and actually how many times per month on average people are searching for it. So, you know, I talked about earlier about not, you know, not going too broad. So if there's like thousands of searches monthly and the comp and it will tell you a level of competition, if that's super high, it might be like, mm, OK, maybe that's not for us. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, there's IHREFs also offer some free tools where you can um, pop in the, the this one of the, the query and it'll give you some some uh, some volumes and um, level competitions. So yeah, there's a load of free tools out there that you can use to kind of get yourself started. Obviously, there are a lot of paid for tools. So at finally, we use um, SEMrush and that's a really brilliant tool. But I appreciate that you know actually if you're starting out wanting to do this internally. Um, you know that might be a bit, a little bit out of reach to start with. So yeah, there's definitely some really good free tools. Um, and we've got a resource on our website that um, runs through all of Cheeky those. <laughs> so yeah, there's a nice little presentation there with some links to some free resources and how to get started. Yeah, perfect. So you know, I mean, what what would we advise people that have, have maybe listened to this or you know read some stuff? Think okay, um, I reckon I, I want to give this a bash. You know, like how long till they're going to start seeing some results maybe or you know i don't we don't want people to get disheartened but mm-hmm. also you know is there is it about being consistent is it about how long do you leave something before you think it has or hasn't worked yeah of course so typically um it can t- kind of take like three to six to sometimes nine months to see the impacts of seo mm-hmm. but i think you know it's it's more about what i would always say to start with is just look at your website Read your website, put yourself in your audience's, your, you know, your perfect customer's shoes and go for your website. Does it give them the information they need? Is it clear? Is it understandable? Is it free from technical jargon that is confusing? And actually, I'm sure you'll see that there's improvements that can be made off the bat. Actually, you know, we're missing one of our key products on here or actually we haven't really got much information about this or that or, you know, we're not actually, we haven't got an FAQ section that has loads of questions on there that we know that they, you know, our sales team are saying, you know, we always get asked the same questions. Well, have those on your website then. I mean, that's a great point there. Just that alone, you know, actually, if you if you have a sales team or you're, you are the sales team, you know, ask yourself, what do you talk about when you're talking to prospects? Absolutely. You know, start writing it down, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So just, you know, making sure you've got content, even if that's in your news section or, you know, if you've got, you know, an FAQ section, actually speak to your team. What what are the things that people always ask? What are the, you know, the common questions or objections or, you know, issues or whatever and actually try to address those because a lot of times you know customers might go onto a website they'll be like oh i'm really looking for x y and z oh that's not there they'll move on to the next site yeah. but if you cover those off um all the questions that they're asking then they're, go- they're going to stay on the site they're going to navigate through it and hopefully inquire yeah and i think you know more and more so um it's, it's a super competitive world that we live in we're ridiculously time poor mm-hmm. And I think that if you you don't take that step, if you don't start doing that, as you mentioned earlier, your competitors or a competitor, they, you might not even know who they are right now. They might not be a competitor that you're aware of, but yeah. they're gonna kind of they've got an opportunity, same opportunity that you have, to make these changes, to kind of start thinking a little bit differently. I think you know don't think of SEO as this sort of scary technical um, you know jargon uh, riddled service that people have talked about and and there are some people out there you know sadly that will make it seem like a voodoo science but i think fundamentally seo at its core is about you know producing really good content Mm -hmm. that actually answers the questions that people are looking for Mm -hmm. that provides information on your products and services that you know people are looking for and you know the main thing that holds people back more than anything is probably time right yeah absolutely so obviously your site needs to technically be crawlable and seen by search engines so if that isn't an issue then nothing will yeah, you've got some problems you've got yeah you've definitely got to <laughs> fix that first but you know if you know that your site is you know fundamentally functional and, and technically sound then absolutely it, you know it can be daunting but just you know if you don't want to invest in any kind of the products just fundamentally looking at your site 
add in new content that answers those questions you'll see an improvement yeah. it will just you know and and that you know not only from an organic perspective but actually having really good content on there will help support your sales teams instead of you know having to know the answers to everything or you know they can actually just direct people you know calls to the website and be like oh if you checked out our website we have a really good article on that as well yeah. so it is really it's really good for a multitude of um you know it helps the business in multi multitude of ways and it isn't something to be scared of you're just making those simple changes and just questioning and pulling your site apart and seeing actually you know are we offering what you know is this correct is this the right information that is an absolute brilliant start that you yeah. can make i always like to like the, the mum test and uh, so if my mum's listening apologize but you know i use my mum as a, as a great little tester i like i send something to my mum and see if she can understand it yeah and if she can understand it i promise you everyone can understand it absolutely um, so it's a great little time mum what's this company do and, and then you send them sometimes you go mum what's this company do and she has no idea yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah I, I have no idea either that's the thing i think i think companies in the past have been so hung up on making them sound professional or you know really knowledgeable that actually they lose people in what they're trying to say it doesn't it doesn't make sense or it isn't clear and and you know you're not doing it to make this it's not a vanity session but, but i'm sure they offer excellent customer service there <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like words like that isn't it excellent customer service oh, yeah. we do this we do yeah no yeah one, no um, oh yeah we're no cares. we're set a, a team of skilled experts like yeah. oh, well, if you're not i'm worried yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well thanks very much for reassuring me that you can do the job that you say you can do exactly. um yeah i think you know that uh, i think websites have changed and that was classic it was like all about us like we mm -hmm. do this we do that we've been around this long Actually, what is the problem that you're solving for exactly. the end user? What is the and benefit? And how do you help them? Absolutely, and that that is hundred percent it. It's not about what you what you can do. It's like what are you offering to help mm. them? And that's what people care about. That's what they're searching for. They're looking for a solution for whatever it is, whether it's a pair of shoes or a service or a product. They're looking for a solution. They want to know that what you can do to to basically provide that in the time of need. Exactly. Cool. Well, look, Ella, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Um, SEO is something that I am deeply passionate about as well. And uh, I think, you know, for all of the all of the people listening, you know, my advice would be get stuck in, uh, do the mum test. I think be really critical of your own website. Like go there, look at it from a fresh pair of eyes. Forget about trying to sell or does it say how amazing you are. I, I hate to break it to you. No one really cares. What they want to know is what are you going to solve for them? How are you going to make them be uh, more at ease or solve their problems. So, you know, change your mindset, read it as if you are completely new to your site uh, and then go away, get the tools that Ella's spoken about. Um, so you can head over to Google, grab Google Analytics, Google Search Console, get those installed, they're free. Um, there was a cheeky plug for our site. So you can find that at uh, finally.agency. We've got a really great full uh, resource section, uh, some videos and articles, more from Ella, um, breaking this down into more detail. And I'm sure over the next few weeks and months, we'll also can dive a little bit deeper into particular topics and, and break those down. Obviously, you can find us on LinkedIn and, and join our uh, hashtag Finally Engine Room for more information. And please check out the, the episodes to come. I've been Rob and your host for today, and I hope to hear from you all very, very soon. <laughs>